Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, Quickie. This week, I wanted to just have a little quick insight into the statement, perception is projection. Now, I want you to think about this from an instance or of your own point of view. Carl Jung once said that we cannot see the world as it is, but who we are. And just think about that for a minute. Something can go on in the world, but based on who we are is how we'll see it. So perception is your ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through your senses. Perception is the biggest factor in what makes you who you are. Now, your perception at any given time, place, or situation determines the outcome, the way you will act or behave, and how you feel about things. And as we look at that statement, perception is projection, we want to go first inside, decide what kind of world we want to experience, and then project that world outside so that we can make it feel as true an experience and as joyful as possible for us, or at least in a beautiful, more positive way. So the experience of the world, how you experience your world is based on your internal representational system. So how you see the world is based on how you filter for the world. In other words, it's a reflection of your inner world, thoughts, feelings, values, and beliefs. And then the outer world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So we can only perceive what is already in our consciousness. This comes from, again, Carl Jung, who was actually a Swiss psychologist and one of the three fathers of psychology. And I think what's so beautiful about him is introducing us to the notion of projection to explain how people can feel certain ways especially when they know what certain things are, how you interact with another person or thing and based on your assumptions or beliefs or values. And a projection occurs when we attribute an element of our personality, which also resides in our unconscious, to another person or group. We can project both negative and positive characteristics. However, there is a greater tendency, it's been shown, to project the the negative more than the positive. Now, I love the fact that when you think about it, how you see the world or what happens, I guess it's an interesting thing, isn't it, to really think about that we are never passively perceiving the world. We are actually actively generating it. We are constantly in the active process of constructing our world. And I guess you could say then that it's all a hallucination. And I love breaking down the word hallucination hell. It's hell until you shine your light on it. Now, I personally believe that the more you can actually internalize and question why or how you see the world, you will actually start to understand why is it that some people get triggered or upset or inspired by some things and other people don't. Well, a part of the hallucination that we has is understanding that we actually tend to delete, generalize, or distort whatever we're seeing. We delete it if it's not serving us a a purpose or it's not helping us in any way. We distort it. So we become more reactive than active. We may look at 
um, the way we take it the wrong way based on how I've distorted what I thought it was, whether it's helpful or creative. So we can distort the truth or the experience, or we can generalize. We can say it happens to me all the time or everything. And I guess when we generalize, it allows us to take one thing and make it mean many things. Now, what is fascinating about this is if you've had, let's let's give an example, if you've had a major disagreement with someone, let's say it's a work colleague and you're feeling quite aggravated about it, you may perceive their subsequent behavior as hostile towards you or even with others. In fact, it has been proven that an irritated behavior of someone else can actually change when your perception of that changes. It's quite incredible when you think about it. But what you can see, if you can project that that person's just doing the best they can with the time, the tools, and the skills that they have and not take it personally or whatever, all of a sudden you may find that your projection of that person, the irritability, the things that were annoying you, can in fact disappear. Now, does that mean the person's changed or is it your perception of them has changed? When you dive even deeper, I mean, you can think about many family members or close friends, even partners, where you find it difficult to live with them. But if you change your perception or the concept of perception, you can even see conflicts and things uh, resolving. But too many people do not want to acknowledge that many times in life, it is more about yourself and your defense mechanisms that keep you ignorant of your own faults and weaknesses. It's a pretty big thing to say, isn't it? It's easier to believe it's the other person who's being difficult rather than owning it or looking inwards at ourselves and how we're contributing to this. Now, this is also really perception is subjective as we project what we perceive as the reality rather than the actual situation. Now, I love that beautiful Carl Jung again says, we only see others as we are, not necessarily as they are. And what we see depends on mainly what we look for. So I think it's really important to know, even if you think about social media and the logarithms, the more you look at certain things or the more you like things, the more the logarithms show and keep showing you things that you've liked and shared. So our brains are constantly perpetuating our beliefs by noticing the experiences that support them. And then they screen out anything that contradicts our view of the world. So I know this is just quite a big, perhaps kind of concept to understand, but every thought is actually a judgment. The moment a judgment about something or someone comes into your awareness, it's only your perception and it's only true for you. Isn't that interesting? And when we unconsciously create subjective perceptions on other people and events, we're actually forming our perceptions on the basis of what we already think we know. The more consciously aware you become of this and how you percept, uh, perceive and then project your thoughts and feelings, you can then choose to question them and look for contrary evidence or alternative explanations. You can ask yourself things like, I love what Byron Kay does. Is it true? Is it really true? And how would you be if that wasn't true? Or you can ask, how real is my perception of this? How do I really know this? So our perceptions and projections appear to happen to us rather than being the result of a deliberate choice or thought or conscious thought, feeling and behavior. And that is because it's all going on outside of our conscious awareness. People will do what they do. 
And how you react to what they do is all about how you are. And so I guess I really want to summarize all of this by saying we all have a choice in our viewpoint. We can choose to look beyond that obvious interpretation of what we see and ask if there is another perspective. And I think in the world of today, there is nothing greater than to constantly challenge what you think is true or to ask yourself, is there another viewpoint? Is there another way? And I can tell you this, when you understand each person has their own deletions, distortions and generalizations, their own perceptions of reality, it's a wonder that we all get along at all, really, when you think about it. So if you want to know more about all of this kind of work, I'm really excited to be sharing a lot of this at the Essential Self-Care Weekend, where we can learn how to not be so triggered by people we love, people we care about, or people we work with, or people we don't necessarily care about. How do we let go of the irritations and things that upset us and still live a truthful, heartfelt experience? You can see in the notes or you can go to 28.com and look under events and I cannot wait to share more of this information. And if you like this podcast and you want to know more about this sort of thing, then why don't I create more quickies around topics like this or fear, anxiety, worry, stress, all of the things and how we perceive and then project our reality. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed sharing it with you. It might be a bit of a brain bender, but I'm telling you this, this work can absolutely change the way you live your life. If you've got any comments or feedback, please go to Kim Morrison 28 on the Instagram page, or you can go to my Facebook page, Kim Morrison, or you can go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week right here on the self-love podcast. Enjoy, take care, and remember always be kind. Thanks for listening to the self-love podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.